Welcome to Behind the Scenes, the podcast. My name is Alex. I'm a mom, a personal development coach, a business consultant, an artist, and I'm also autistic with a lovely sprinkle of ADHD. I love knowing the why behind the what, and I want to encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to our relationship with ourselves and others. Think of this podcast as your sign to elevate yourself to your unapologetically best and most authentic self. We're going to tear down the labels and masks while creating new ways to define and accept our own humanness. Let's ask more questions, dig deeper, get to know the opposing viewpoint, find out the why behind the what, go behind the scenes with ourselves, others, and the world around us. Hi there, sunshine. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Um, this week is going to be a little bit different. This episode is going to be a little bit different, I should say. And it's a little bit different because um, I'm just in a weird spot. And so I'm hoping that you guys will stick along with me um, and hang out with me for this episode and just bear with me through it because it's it's going to be a little bit of a different day. I'm in this spot where I don't know what to talk about today. And it's not because I don't have content ready. I do. I have pages and pages and pages of content that's ready, written, ready to be recorded. But none of it feels right to talk about today. So we're just going to kind of go unscripted and off the hook. And I'm just going to share where I'm at and what's going on in my world not necessarily for like pity or anything like that, but just to show up real and a little vulnerable and just, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to add a whole lot of adjectives to it today. Um, so last week I talked about mental toughness and I started that episode by sharing a story about my great grandmother. And if you've been here for a while and you've listened to some of my other episodes, you know that my great grandmother is basically a mother to me. And she has been since I was little. I don't have a good relationship with my biological mother. Um, I say biological, not like there's another one in the picture or anything like that. But I just, I've been no contact with my mother for almost eight years now. And you know, when as a kid, there was just so much crazy going on. And I didn't realize that it wasn't normal for a long, long time. But the one person who has always been consistent in my life, who's always taken care of me, always made sure I was safe, I had everything that I needed, who always tried to instill good morals and values in me, who has always been cheering me on, who has been a safe place to run when I am scared or unsure about myself, or I'm dreaming of new ideas and I need somebody to bounce them off of it. That person's been my great grandmother. And she's always been just this strong, amazing, just unstoppable little badass and I say little because she's she's tiny. She's like 4'11". Um, and last week I had mentioned that a couple years ago, we started to notice dementia setting in. And so 
you know, I've been doing a lot of reflecting the past few months, just knowing what's going on with her and knowing we don't have a whole lot more time left with her. And so my my girls and I have been planning a trip back home just to go see her. Um, there's a couple other things that we were going to do on this trip as well, but the main purpose was to go see her and just spend a couple weeks with her, get some good loving in, let my girls spend some more time with her. Um, she lived with us here in North Carolina for about a year, uh, and a year ago, almost like to the week, we, uh, we had to take her back home just because of some other family emergencies. And so my girls really haven't gotten to see her in about a year. And so we were going to just go and spend some time and and just get some good cuddles in. And I think that's the part with plans. We can plan all we want and we can strategize and we can prepare. But we really don't have a lot of control over how life plays out sometimes. Earlier this week, my grandmother suffered a stroke, and she was unresponsive for a few days. And I was going crazy trying to figure out how to get home sooner. Our flight leaves next week, our original flight leaves next week, and I was calling every airline, I was calling every connection that I knew that had a connection to an airline. I was trying to fly into different cities, um, fly out from different cities. I, I was trying everything and anything I could think of just to get home immediately. And nothing was working. Nothing was working. And at the end of that day, I kind of just sat exhausted, mentally exhausted, um, physically drained, because I just I couldn't get home. And so I kind of just sat on the floor and I was like, okay, God, like, there's a reason that I'm not able to get home. And I don't know what that reason is, but for some reason I can't get home right now. And I'm just going to have to find some peace in that and know that there's a reason for that. Well, yesterday I got the text early in the morning that my grandma had passed away that morning in her sleep. And so this week has just been this emotional spiral for me. You know, this trip wasn't supposed to be what it's turning into. It wasn't supposed to be a goodbye trip. It wasn't supposed to be the more like like services and, and funerals and things like that. It was supposed to be just fun and hang out with grandma and love on her and let my kids love on her. And I'm just sitting in this spot of I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yesterday, there was a lot of tears. There's been a lot of tears for the last week. And um, I'm just kind of in this spot where I'm, I'm processing this new world without her in it. 
and it's not like and I, I've I've experienced loss before at uh, you know I've experienced losses like this before and this one is just hitting me a lot harder and I I knew it would um I knew it would because for some reason and, and I know why now I shouldn't even say for some reason I she has always been that safe space for me and in the back of my mind and it's probably more the inner child in me has always looked up to her as just almost immortal there was nothing that could stop this woman there was nothing that could get her down she her grandkids were her life and she did everything and anything in her power to make sure that her family was taken care of And it's just this, it's not necessarily an empty feeling, but almost a hollow feeling that I'm experiencing at the moment. I I feel like I'm in a dream and I am begging to wake up from, but until I wake up from this dream, this is reality, right? And so I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving myself the grace to the grace and the permission to just grieve it. I I am reminding myself that the emotions that I'm experiencing are normal. And I've got some great friends that are reminding me of that too. And so I've been thinking about just life and the duality of life. What what makes up a life? Life is full of so many things on both ends of the spectrum. It's full of laughter. It's full of tears. It's full of happiness and pain. It's full of excitement. It's full of sadness It's full of hellos. It's full of goodbyes. And in order to really live life to the fullest, we have to, to some level, be willing to embrace both sides of it. But that other side is really uncomfortable to embrace sometimes, isn't it? And I think that's the part that makes us human, though. It's, it's those more uncomfortable sides of life that make us human. Because it doesn't matter how hard you work. It doesn't matter how much you plan, how much you prepare. It doesn't matter how much effort you put in that more uncomfortable side of life still happens whether you want it to or not. And I think we spend so much of our life running from discomfort, running from hard moments like that, running from pain, avoiding the heartbreak, avoiding the hurt that we can sometimes miss out on that part of what a human existence means. And I think it's one of those things I'm, you know, I'm rolling around 
in my head about, because I look at, you know, just just my family and how we've all been processing this. And, and some of my family members have just, you know, leaned in and gotten to soak up as much time as they could while other family members over these past couple months have kind of pulled away because they didn't want to see her like that. They didn't want to experience the pain of seeing her declining. And it makes me wonder how much of life do we miss out on because we're afraid of the pain? How much life do we miss out on because we're afraid of the heartbreak? How much life do we miss out on because we're afraid of getting hurt? We're afraid of the tears and we're afraid of the discomfort. We're afraid of the failure. And it, it's, it, this last couple of days, it's had my mind running to not just this moment right here of losing my grandmother, but also other areas of life. Like what things have I not ran full throttle at? Because I was afraid, because I was worried, because I was scared, because I didn't want to get my heart broken. And it makes me wonder what I've missed out on. And not in a cynical way, not in a woe is me, regretful type of way. But I've kind of got this fire that's stirring in my belly right now of there's so much to life and I'm going to go experience it. I don't want to let fears hold me back anymore. I don't want to let unknowns swayed me from jumping in with both feet. You know, earlier this year, I had kind of set um, the intention for this year to just do more. And not necessarily in these big ambitious ways, although that is happening. <laughs> there are some big ambitious goals that I have for this year, but I even mean do more of the small things. Just do more of the small moments where I'm going to the park with my kids, where we're going to go get ice cream after dinner on a random Tuesday night, where we have some free time and maybe we don't even have free time, but we create free time and we go do something fun. We go for a hike. We go find a waterfall. We plan a trip and we just make it happen. One of the things that my grandma has always told me was that if I wanted to do something, I just needed to go do it. Plain and simple. And she always came from the mindset of when she was growing up, nobody told her things. Nobody taught her things that she should have known. Nobody gave her, you know, their past life experience in order to help her have an easier life. And that was always one thing that she wanted to do for us and for her grandkids and her family. And a lot of people took it as grandma harping on us. Um, but when we look back, it's like, man, she really did want to just set us up for success. And I'm kind of sitting in this spot where I'm like, I, and, and this has always been kind of my thought process or kind of my hope. I've always had this hope just, just to make her proud. 
just for her to look at me in my life and just be proud of who I've become and what I've overcome and what I'm doing in the world and how I'm raising my kids. And I, I have this feeling, in, like I said, it's just this, this fire that's stirring up in me of I want to make sure that I'm making her proud, not just in a general sense, because I know in general she's always going to be proud of me, but on a daily, on a daily sense. Did I do something today that made her proud of me? Did I embody her energy and her spirit of just go and do it and enjoy it? Don't worry about what anybody else says. If it makes you happy, that's enough. And so while I am hurting, while I am feeling empty and hollow at times. I also have this weird sense of peace right now. I also have this weird, uh, weird may not be the right word, but this unusual drive forward at the moment. And the funny thing is, if, if this had happened a year ago, if she had passed a year ago, this would have absolutely crushed me. It would have broken me down on a cellular level. And I don't know that I would have gotten up from this a year ago. And I'm sitting here thinking about how I'm feeling and thinking about what this past year has been for me and feeling an immense amount of gratitude, which may sound completely backwards but I feel an immense amount of gratitude that I have been doing the work to intentionally heal myself, that I've been doing the work to intentionally align my lifestyle with how I am authentically hardwired, that I've been doing the work to recover from my burnout that started a few years back. And I'm not saying that it makes it hit softer because it doesn't, this is still hitting me really hard, but somehow I'm able to handle the hit. I'm able to absorb the hit and just feel it instead of allowing it to crush me and take me out. I think we all get in moments where we don't know what to do. I know I've had countless seasons where I just did not know what to do. I didn't know what the next step should be. I didn't know if I had the energy to keep going. I I just, I was in these pits of, I don't know what's next. And the best advice I've gotten in those moments where I'm literally just holding the walls up around me and trying not to drown in those pits was just do what you need to do next. Forget the shoulds. Forget what you should be doing. What do you need to do next? And breaking it down into very simple things. What do I need to do next? Well, I need to eat. I need to drink some water. I need to take a shower. I need to let my body rest. 
that's where I'm at today. I'm thankful that I've taken the time to to make a care plan for myself for my low days in order to be able to make sure that I'm just taking care of myself when I don't feel like taking care of myself. And then past that, what is the most important thing for me to get done today? If I have to do other things other than just self-care, what is the most important thing? And I don't get to make a whole list of 10,000 things. I get to pick one thing. Okay, I don't know what I should be doing, but I know I need to do this today. And that process of what do I need to do next has helped me pull myself out of some really, really dark and low pits. And I'm going right back to that same strategy right now. Even though I'm not in a low as a spot as I have been before mentally, I still feel these emotions and feelings that are basically trying to push me over to the edge back down into one of those pits. And I'm going back to the basics right now. What do I need to do? Not what should I do? Not what do others need me to do? What do I need to do next in this moment? I think when we learn to embrace both sides, the duality of life, I think all of our life becomes a little more beautiful. You know, sitting right now, all I can think about is I'm just, I'm so thankful that I had her in my life. I'm so thankful that I had the relationship with her that I did. And while it sucks that I can't just pick up the phone and call her anymore, I'm grateful that I had her. And I'm grateful that I learned so many things from her. That she poured into me so heavily all these years. And moving forward, I just want to make her proud. I just want her to know wherever she's at that she made an impact in my life. And not just my life, but my kids' lives. So I think I think where I want to land this plane at is life is a roller coaster. Life has its highs and it has its lows and that's just part of it. Some way, somehow, figure out how to embrace the lows. Figure out how to hold yourself, how to love yourself through them how to learn from them, how to find the silver lining in that dark spot, and then get ready for the climb back up. I love you guys. I'm praying for you. I'm rooting for you. You've got this.